You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's going on, Foxborough fans? Kyrie Thompson here with another episode of First in Foxborough. You know what to do from here. Make sure you download, subscribe, listen, stream it on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Apparently, there's a thing you can do where you can auto-download. You should definitely be checking that out because I want all those auto-downloads. Just make, make it easy on yourself, okay? And, and you, won't, you won't have to ask. I won't have to tell you. Boom. There you go. Got it covered. All right. Uh, don't know if you could tell, but uh, I just got some dental work done. So if I sound a little bit off, please forgive me. Uh, doing my best here. But okay, I wanted to talk to you about something that has been on my mind this weekend in regard to the New England Patriots after that Sunday loss to the Packers, but really all season, I would say. I want to take you back to the NFL draft from this past year. And in particular, one of my major draft crushes, who is balling out this year, who is not on the New England Patriots, he's on another team. But he could have been particularly useful here in New England, especially given what they have on this squad right now. So one thing that's been brought into focus a bit with the Patriots is the linebacking crew. Now, I believe I had the New England Patriots linebacker group listed as the most problematic position group on the team back when I did positional rankings way back when. And I gave them the slight... Uh, I guess not, I guess I should say, as the, as the worst group on the team instead of cornerback because I liked some of the depth that they had at cornerback in in the rookies, especially Jack Jones and Marcus Jones. And in particular, you've seen what Jack Jones can do in his first NFL start. Had two takeaways, including a pick six. I mean, obviously, he's got some room to grow. Can't tackle Worth a lick, but the dude can play the football. I mean, the more you, you rewatch what he's doing out there, the more impressive it looks. So, I mean, I, I think that so far, you know, people talked about the, the NFL draft way back in April and like, man, they need to get a shutdown cornerback. They got to invest high at corner. And the Patriots were just like, eh, we'll take a round three guy and a round four guy and the guys that we already have and we'll go from there. And, for, and at this point, they, the cornerbacks have been fine. I mean, okay, the slot cornerback position's been a little bit rough. Miles um, Bryant's been getting picked on a bit. A little bit of a size mismatch and doesn't have elite speed. I mean, he, he's kind of a good tweener player. He can do a lot of things. But as a full-time slot cornerback, leaving a bit to be desired. But but look, all in all, I mean, Jonathan Jones has been one of the better cornerbacks in the league thus far. It, you know, switching from slot to the outside. I mean, he's he's just good. He's a good player. And then Jack Jones, I mean, limited sample size, though Jack Jones has actually been playing perhaps more than you think he has. Um, He's definitely been getting some burn out there, not just that start in week four. Jack Jones, as of right now, is the highest graded rookie defender, any position, the highest graded rookie defender in football right now. That's, yes, yes. For a fourth round pick, hell yeah. You will absolutely take that. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, going back to the draft again, the, the thing with people wanted Trent McDuffie from from University of Washington, uh, from Miles Bryant's alma mater, as a matter of fact. And we're talking about, oh, yeah, like, you know, he, he's exactly the kind of shutdown cornerback, you know, potential guy that you want. And it was a big mistake not going for him. 
I mean, I, I, I wrote this plenty. Um, I, you know, saw him at the combine. I liked him. Um, I think he had the, you know, the right mental makeup to be good here. He's got great speed and you know, a former track guy and, and, and all of that. I mean, but the idea that, oh man, the Patriots really missed out on, on Trent McDuffie. I, I just never really felt that. I mean, he's, he's fast and, you know, uh, ball skills and, and stuff, but he, he's, he's a bit undersized. I mean, height wise, not just, not just length wise and size wise, and he doesn't tackle either. So I, I feel like Jack Jones has shown enough upside as a fourth round pick. He, he has shown first round level upside as a fourth round pick. I, I, I would take, I take that bargain. I will take that bargain and we'll see what Marcus Jones ends up doing. But I was never upset that the Patriots did not go with Trent McDuffie. I thought maybe they would, um, you know, or Kyer Elam. I really liked Kyer Elam, who's now with the Buffalo Bills, but apparently struggling a little bit. Um, I liked Kyer Elam a lot. I thought maybe Andrew Booth Jr. would be an option, though I think there there wasn't quite as much experience um, as, as a starter, and so that's probably why they didn't go with him. But it wasn't so much cornerback that I was upset about that they didn't go with. I really wanted Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah, who is now with the Jacksonville Jaguars and who was just named September's defensive rookie of the month with two interceptions. He had four pass breakups and he's, he's just a tackling machine. He leads all rookie defenders so far in tackles with 30. He had 14 tackles this last weekend. Um, I mean, the, the you know, pro football focus grades and stuff have been, been a bit up and down, but he's had some real good games so far in his NFL career. And man, there's just a part of me that is just, I, I, I'm sad. I'm sad because the Patriots don't have him. I thought from the very beginning, from the first time I watched him play, yeah, I mean, there were times where he looked like, ah, a little slow. He's not exactly fitting the, the blazing linebacker stereotype, the one that you know, a lot of Patriots fans wanted the one that they could probably use. And I think Quay Walker, who's now with the Green Bay Packers, might have fit that bill a little bit better as an athletic freak. But man, Devin Lloyd is just a really, really good football player. He could play off the ball, great coverage skills, and he's been showing them off. I mean, just getting into passing lanes, affecting things. He's got those long, rangy strides to get from sideline to sideline. And the thing that I love the most about him, though, which really screamed Patriots to me, and I mean, I, I, I guess I would hope they saw it too, uh, was his ability to rush the passer, not just as a blitzer, but also as a guy who just had actual pass rush moves as like a 235, 240 pound linebacker. Like, that, I mean, like you could put him on the edge of the line of scrimmage and he looked like baby Matthew Judon. Like that was, that was some real stuff. I was so impressed. And it just made me think, look, that, that's your new age Dante Hightower. Go get him. And I think the Patriots probably looked at it like, okay, well, um, do we want that positional value at number 21? Maybe not. And, and they traded down. I mean, obviously, they traded away from the cornerbacks. I mean, Kansas City uh, you know, took Trent McDuffie at that number 21 pick that the, that the Patriots were going to have. So clearly, they didn't think that was valuable enough either. But then, of course, you talk about you know positional value this, positional value that, and the Patriots draft Cole Strange at number 29. And it's like, okay, well, I guess positional value wasn't a big deal. It was more about need. But then if you were drafting for need, why didn't you draft a linebacker? Ah, 
I mean, you, you needed a linebacker more arguably than you needed a guard. Though, though look, I, I, I know that their, their guard position was precarious. You traded away Shaq Mason and you got rid of, or rather you didn't get rid of, but you let Ted Karras walk in free agency because he got paid more than you were willing to pay. So I, I, I get it. You know, you had Michael and Wenu to fill in one of the guard spots. Like we, we had that part down. Maybe you could have signed a veteran guard <clears throat> or maybe they just wanted Cole Strange and we're like, hey, look, this guy has pro bowl, all pro type potential, which by the way, Cole Strange has been playing pretty damn well. So I, I don't think that the, the actual pick itself, like, like the player has been bad. I mean, he's been he's been living up to the billing so far and, and justifying, you know, the, the fact that the Patriots really valued him highly. But man, just when I look back at, at the fact that the, the Patriots traded down from 21, landed 29, and Devin Lloyd goes two picks before the Patriots were, were going to go, man, that just that crushed me on draft night because I was really thinking there was a chance that Devin Lloyd was going to end up with the Patriots. I think it would have been a perfect fit and it maybe would have saved the Patriots from what they have right now. And what they have right now is a bad linebacker group, like just, just straight up. It's not good at all. Okay. I get, you know, Juwan Bentley is a veteran guy, um, you know, team captain and, uh, you know, leader of the defense it's fine to have kind of one big thumpy guy up in the middle to to stop the run who can't really uh you know defend the pass quite as well. And we're thinking, hey, maybe Raquan McMillan, you know, could be a good you know partner in crime to Juwan Bentley there, but Raquan McMillan's been hurt and bad. And then Mac Wilson, he's fast, but bad. He's he's out of position, right? And and I mean he 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 got benched for Jelani Tabai, who's also bad but can stop the run every now and again. And, and so just, just, just a lot of bad, okay? And we saw this coming. That's, that's the thing that kills me. We all saw it coming. And there was this idea that, oh, yeah, maybe Cameron McGrone is going to be more ready to play and make an impact. And he just he never showed much of anything. I mean, yeah, there were, there were occasions where, like, okay, yeah, he can move a little bit on the field, but he's not moving to the right place. He's not moving to the right place fast enough when he when he does move to the right spot and just generally not making an impact whatsoever. And so now you're stuck with the linebacker room that everybody thought you were going to have, which is which is bad. It's it's slightly less slow because you have, you know, Mac Wilson in there, but it's still bad. Why not have have taken a chance on a, a, a plug and play starting linebacker? I mean, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, look at this team. They're, they're young, and, and maybe they're not going to finish with a, a winning record this year. Maybe they're just going to show some progress in the end. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is still finding his way through it. He's had some good games this year as a second-year quarterback. But this last one, not so great um, against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, I mean, it, it's still a process, just like it's a process with Mac Jones and Justin Fields and Zach Wilson and, and, and all of these guys, right? But... You're seeing some promise out there in Jacksonville. And on the defensive side of the ball, Devin Lloyd is one of your biggest is, is one of the biggest guys showing it as a rookie. As a guy they just said, go ahead, play middle linebacker, and look at what he's doing. You could have had that in New England. And and yeah, you know, people are saying, yeah, well, you know, they, they need more offense and they need to be able to score with the likes of Buffalo and whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that that's great. You do need to be able to score a little bit more. 
Um, and, and I think that's been borne out a bit in, in, you know, especially the first couple of weeks where they just weren't scoring <laughs> enough points. But right now, you also need to be able to force the defense to punt. You need to be able to get them off the field. Okay, and that was one thing that, you know, uh, you know, Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston, I remember him writing this, was like, yeah, Cole Strange, is, you know, he, he could be good, but is he going to force the defense to punt? And Devin Lloyd helps force the defense to punt. I mean, you look at what he can do in the middle of the field as not just a coverage guy or, or a run, you know, kind of a run stuffer, you know, he'll, he'll, his instincts will get better at that, but you know, as, as somebody that is big enough and athletic enough to corral a Josh Allen when he's running around or, you know, get in the face of a Tua Tungvaluwa, you know, when, when he's running around, um, you know, when he gets back on the field, obviously prayers up for him right now. Um, scary situation. And I, I wish it had been handled so much better. That's all I'm going to say about that. If you want more, refer to my tweets because I tweeted about it quite a bit. Um, but again, this, this new age offense that everybody likes to run where they spread you out and they try to find mismatches. Devin Lloyd is a harder kind of linebacker to mismatch against. And right now the Patriots have too many linebackers on the field that are easy to find mismatches against. And I just look at that and and I'm saying, look, maybe there's no way that you could draft Devin Lloyd and say, still get Cole Strange. And, or or Tyquan Thornton. Maybe, yeah, it's like maybe if you get, uh, you know, Devin Lloyd at 21, you're not able to get Tyquan Thornton or, uh, or or maybe, you know, you know, wait and try to, like maybe if you get Devin Lloyd at, at 21, you could maybe if you still wanted to get Tyquan Thornton at 54 if you want, but, you know, maybe you don't get Cole Strange. Or, or maybe you could still get Cole Strange, but you don't get Tyquan Thornton. And I think there's also there was also a, a pick in there that in, in the fourth round, I think that maybe you might have lost in the process if you if you didn't make the trade back to 29. In which case, it's like okay, if you want to trade back up to 27, maybe to to steal Devin Lloyd away, you got to give up another day three pick. So look, in the end, the the draft went how it went, and and I mean, I'm saying this. In a way, like I'm, I'm lamenting not getting Devin Lloyd here. That doesn't mean that I think the Patriots necessarily have had had a horrible draft. I mean, Cole Strange has been has been solid, and he's getting better each week. Tyquan Thornton looked really good before he got hurt. He's got the potential to come off of IR as soon as this week. Uh, we'll we'll see if that happens because I mean, I, I, it would be on the early end of his timeline, a six to eight week timeline. So I don't know that we're going to see him right away, but he could start contributing relatively soon if the Patriots think that he's healed up enough. I know I, I saw him rowing the hallways at Gillette. I mean, he is, you know, engaged. He's in the building. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing by all accounts, it sounds like. So, I mean, the coaching staff and the players seem to think that, hey, if there's anybody who can come back and make an impact right away, uh, Taekwon can. So we'll see if that happens. Marcus Jones starting to come into his own as a returner. And I mean, we'll see if he gets more snaps at the slot, depending on what happens here with Jack Jones, your fourth round pick, who is making a strong push to say, I want to be a starter with the way that the way that he's been playing against the pass. We'll see. Bailey Zappi. 
just started a game at quarterback. Well, didn't start, but he had to come in and play a game at quarterback for you. Didn't look half bad. I mean, there's there are a bunch of good things from this year's Patriots draft that you've just been seeing. So I'm not trying to say that the Patriots have had a bad draft. I think in hindsight, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the positional value stuff and you know some of the head scratchers, I mean, they're still present, but all in all, the contributions have been there. I'm just thinking, man, it, I can't help but feel like the Patriots missed out on, a, on an opportunity to get a really good player that would have made their defense even better than it is right now. I mean, right now, they're a competitive unit. They're feisty. They've been keeping the Patriots in games. And I mean, they've, they've been getting, you know, big play out of Matthew Judon, out of Jonathan Jones, out of Jack Jones, out of their safeties. Adrian Phillips is a freaking monster, by the way. Oh my God. Look, I mean, he, he was good last year too. And, and he was good the year before, even though he was playing, you know, a linebacker kind of out of position. He, he played the good soldier and you know, the Patriots rewarded him for his play last year. But that dude is awesome. Okay. More of that, please. And, and I think just when you look at the, the Patriots safeties, that's really how they've tried to build it. Just so much versatility in that room. But man, if you could just have gotten one linebacker that was worth something in that draft and, and not just worth something, but you could have gotten Devin Lloyd I mean that that that's it. That you're set at that position. Okay, you don't you don't got to sit up there and draft anybody high at that position for a while cuz you're keeping Devin Lloyd and he probably would have been your new Dante Hightower except more versatile and and more athletic. <sighs> okay. Well, I've got I've gotten that out, gotten the rant out. Uh there that was good therapy for me. Um, I will be checking back in with you from Gillette Stadium this week. I will see if uh, we see a Tyquan Thornton somewhere around there. See if we can get him back in the passing game. Uh, I will hopefully see if there's a Brian Hoyer uh, back from his head injury or if it's going to be, or it looks like it's going to be Bailey Zappi back at practice. Maybe Mac Jones tries to, tries to sneak his way in there and try to play. I don't know how likely that is. But uh, we'll see. There's a lot of interesting storylines to follow for the Patriots this week, heading into week five, Detroit Lions at home. I'm Kyrie Thompson. This is First in Foxborough. Till next time.